The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Live right here on SportsGrid. It's hour number two of the early line. I'm Kevin Walsh. I'm joined by Donnie Wrightside. Taking a look. At the John Deere Classic, it did just, just tee off here, mm. uh, DRS. We're both involved in the outright Out, yeah. markets, which is eye-catching to me to see you get involved here with a little John Deere. I wanted to start with this. Uh, mm-hmm. For the second week in a row, we had an over-under score, winning score of 21 and a half, over 262 and a half shots. Uh, this is a par 71. The... Interesting thing for me is if you look at the last five years at the John Deere Classic, or the last five, six years, COVID, you get the point. Last five times, though, Donnie, we played the John Deere Classic. Only once did we see the winning score position itself at 22 or lower. And that was Kim, who set a tournament record shooting a 27. But that was not due to the fact that the course was playing easy and there was a bunch of guys. He won that tournament by eight strokes. Second place shot at 19 under. So I was very tempted to start this all off by betting that winning score to be, you know, 21, 20, you know, 19 and a half. But I took note of that number because it felt so off there that clearly the expectations is not just low scoring, but potential for super, super low scoring here at the John Deere Classic. Yeah, it seems like we're on a run for that, Kevin, right? Each each and every week here, we can really run this thing up, get into the high teens and maybe into the low 20s for that winning score. But this week also, much like last week, you're not looking at that top field here, which, again, might leave some nice tickets here and guys that aren't used to winning tournaments, legitimate chances to win. Because typically we say, well, who won the tournament last year? Oh, it was Rory. It was uh, you know another superstar player. But last year it was Poston, who this year coming into the tournament, I believe he was 40 to 1. So it just gives you a little bit of flavor where guys that, you're not normally used to hearing winning on the PJ Tour with legitimate chances to win this week, which, again, gives some big-ticket opportunities out here. Now, I want to get into a round a score prop quickly before we hit the rest of the outright market just mm-hmm. to give people a chance to get involved here because uh, Adam Hadwin's going to be teeing off soon. Hadwin involved in the playoff at the Rocket Mortgage Classic alongside Colin Morikawa and Ricky Fowler. And I wanted to just look and just kind of see how guys have done in their next event after being in a playoff. And it's not necessarily fantastic. There's a couple of missed cuts on the board, but the one thing that has been consistent, DRS, is nobody has had a low scoring opening round. This Hadwin was in the sixth playoff. If you look at the first five, Cole, Spieth, Shank, Denny, and Fleetwood 
all were over par except for Cole, who was an even on a par 72. The round score here for Adam Hadwin today is 68 and a half and I'm going on the over at plus 100 for Hadwin specifically he is not someone that's necessarily been able to get on a bunch of runs if you look at it kind of what he's done last you know this throughout this season those his best events are kind of followed with disappointing results here so I've got the Adam Hadwin round score at over 68 and a half at plus 100 on the FanDuel Sportsbook yeah, I like it here. Getting involved early and chances to win the tournament, Kevin. Again, I'm not necessarily a PGA Tour slash Live Golf Tour right. super fan where I know each and every golf tournament here. I know the way the guys play on each and every tournament. But sometimes you can just take a look at what works for me in like Major League Baseball, Kevin. You know what I like to look at here? How some of these guys have been playing recently. How they played at this golf tournament on this golf course over the past mm -hmm. few years. And I came away with two players here. One just coincides here with being the favorite in the tournament overall. It's Russell Henley. Currently listed at a 12 to 1 price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I got him at 14 to 1 a little bit earlier in the day and also brings up Mark Hubbard here. I took him at a 60 to 1 price to win this golf tournament. And again, it's just simplicity. I don't know these guys, their exact games, but if you take a look at some things where, okay, playing this golf course over the past couple years, this guy's done well, but who's actually playing well as of late over the past few tournaments? It's a simple process that I used, but the fun part about it is, Kevin, so many times you're betting in the NFL or Major League Baseball, ooh, what's a big win minus 120 mm -hmm. plus 140 i got a 14 to 1 ticket and a 60 to 1 ticket here in this tournament that i'm going to root on you don't need a lot of money to make a lot of money and that's fun to keep it posted so very simple here just looking at players that have been playing well that's what i went with yeah i, I think that's understandable form has been a big part a lot of people feel in terms of finding those recent winners just look to last week right Ricky Fowler consistently flirting Donnie with finding the winner's circle, right? The U.S. Open. He was in the final group. He had a really good travelers, and he was able to seal the deal there at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. So that's certainly fair. For me, I... And this might be a huge mistake. I decided to go against form and back Cameron Young. And he's mm. currently sitting right now at 16 to 1. But and, and look, again, might be a big mistake here. For me... When you look at the world golf rankings, though, this is the 19th best player in the world. He's the only player in the entire tournament inside the top 20. Henley's at 29. Denny McCarthy's at 32. And it starts to drop off. There's only nine total golfers inside the top 50 here. And I know this is going to sound silly. Scotty Scheffler's the world number one. He plays at major events and he's six to one, while a John Rahm will sit back there at 11 to one. And kind of that world ranking matters. I know form does as well. I'm not saying that Cam Young should be six to one, but in terms of the talent level that is represented by the ranking of Cam Young, he should arguably be booked in front of these guys and he has come out of nowhere before to get hot i know he's not playing great heading in to the john deere classic but it only takes four good days of golf we'll be right back sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. right here on the early line. Take a look at some of the headlines in the NBA. Last night, Summer League, there were a couple of big performances. Keegan Murray was out there getting wild. I don't really know why Keegan mm-hmm. Murray was out there. I didn't feel like he was the type of player to, that needed to prove anything. Scored 41 on the, on the Miami Heat, though. I'd like, he's not a golfer, Donnie. He's not a golfer. Mm. He's not a... I mean, you know what now? We could do a whole Charles Barkley thing if you want, who he play for, and you try and figure out if these guys are NBA role players. You want a little behind the scenes? You want a behind the scenes? Last week when you were not on a show, it was written in one of the back little, you know, rundowns, Keegan Murray as opposed to Keegan Bradley. And was just almost written mm. on air as that, which you have gotten would have had to get kick out of that, but was saved at the last moment. So he goes down in infamy here for us here on the early line. All right, there, there you go. Uh, that's DRS's reaction tip. to the Keegan Murray 41-point performance <laughs> is he has the same name as Keegan Bradley. <laughs> awesome, awesome start. Man, oh, Summer man. Summer League, man. Uh, OKC and Philly uh, will play tonight at Summer League. <laughs> we are a day away from Vegas. I want to stop over, though, with the Sixers. As the latest around James Harden, I think, has maybe added yeah. a bit of clarity to the confusion that I had from the initial opt-in request from James Harden. My initial thought was that there was a conversation had between James and the Sixers and an understanding that Harden was going to opt-in and then leave Philly could get something instead of nothing, and in short order, he would be traded. Because the alternative, while you could say for Harden, was struggling to find a deal anywhere near the one-year $36 million he's going to be making this season, the Sixers would be losing Harden and getting absolutely nothing back. The way the salary cap is, it's not like the Sixers would have all of a sudden had a fresh $36 million to spend. So I thought that these were two sides who had understood that this was over and was time to part ways. That's clearly not the case here. What's clearly the case is Harden went, okay, I need to opt in, but I'm really, really frustrated with how this played out, and I want to be traded. And the Sixers said, we'll look into it. And that's about all the Sixers have promised James Harden. They're not going to trade Harden here unless they feel great about a return, which there's no way that happens because 
you're not going to get back real value for James Harden, who you have essentially, you being the Sixers, have dressed up to be a negative asset. Because of course the Sixers turn someone immediately into a negative asset. They're sneaky, poorly ran. And nobody, again, talks about it. So here's where we are, and here's what I think is going to happen now with James Harden. He will start the season with the Philadelphia 76ers. And in typical James Harden fashion, as we get closer into the winter months, he will once again request a trade. And Harden is really, really, maybe the best ever, Donnie, at in-season forcing his way out of a situation. I think Harden will be a sixer to start the year. I do not think he will be a sixer to end the year. And by the way, this might be the best case scenario for the Philadelphia 76ers, because let's be honest about the situation. You know, we can joke about, well, James Harden, if he doesn't want to be in Philadelphia, will sabotage everything. But will he, Kevin? Because, again, he's not eligible for an extension until after the season. So what good would it be for James Harden, where everybody can agree he's not the same player that he was in Houston and earlier in his career, sabotaging entire season and him showing up as a free agent going, okay, finally, I'm a free agent. Who wants me now? And they go, yeah, you just were terrible last year, out of shape, and now you're another year older. Why am I giving you any money at all? So if you're the Philadelphia 76ers and you want to trade him right now and there is no market, why not hold on to him here? Because if James Harden comes back and he wants to be moved, he better be in good shape because he better put his best foot forward once he gets to that new team. And also, Kevin, maybe at the trade deadline, another team that's looking to make that splash and say, here we are. We just need another veteran player who can step his game up and we might be an NBA championship contender. That's when you're going to get maximum value. His trade value is probably the lowest when right now so if you're the Sixers why are you rushing into anything at this point because if you do get James Harden and you can convince him to stay with the Sixers next year and then play well and say hey James unrestricted free agent at that point man you're going to make a lot of money and we're going to open up another max slot once you leave us here but I do think the Sixers are in danger of having a throwaway season and wasting Joel Embiid and I'm not saying if James Harden comes back to the Sixers they're a championship contender but they'll again be in that top four in the Eastern Conference that's all you can ask for and then the next season when the Tobias Harris contracts and also as we talk about the James Harden contracts come off the books then you can really retool and go after it with Joel Embiid there's a lot of options but I do think the best option right now for the Sixers, hold on to James Harden. Of course it's the best option. All the other returns are going to be a lesser. James Harden won them multi. Harden was better than Embiid in the series against the Celtics. Right or no? Am I, am I, did I, did I misremember that? Harden yeah. won the assist crown. The Sixers won 54 games. But, of course, they blew a 3-2 series lead. Their head coach is Doc Rivers. They should have fired him years ago. But the entire the entire city is still trying to figure out if they can blame the entire thing on Ben Simmons. So, but Donnie, they've now already pissed off Harden. And this is what happens with Harden. It's not going to go away. Harden took less money on a, hey, you'll take care of me, right, deal? And then Daryl Morey burned him? Of all the people that Daryl burned him, the, the end result here is once again a Sixers season ending in disappointment. Like it has now basically 
ever since they turned good is it always ends in disappointment and bead by the way doesn't play to the level that he's supposed to and he figures out who he can blame so quite frankly and bead should make sure they don't get rid of harden so he can once again turn the heat on everybody else because it's going to look a little silly when he tries to blame the entire thing on tyrese maxi maybe you could try and blame it on tobias harris or a bad crumble cookie I don't know. On the other side tonight, Donnie, of this game is Chet Hungren. And I wanted mm -hmm. to ask you this question specifically because you have experience mm -hmm. with this question. You'll see what I'm saying in a moment. Rookie of the year odds. The favorite, of course, Victor Webanyama. That yep. price is dropping, though. It's down to minus 135. Plus 330, Scoot Henderson. A lot of the reason these numbers dropping, because Chet Holmgren has looked pretty, pretty good in a couple of games here for the Thunder, sitting right now at plus 500. So my question to you, Donnie, do you believe Chet Holmgren should be eligible to win Rookie of the Year? Yes, because if you haven't played in a game in the NBA, technically you are still a rookie at that point. Now, granted, we've seen the arguments in the past and Spider Mitchell going up against Ben Simmons. It's not fair. They had a nice little rivalry. I get the sentiment where, well, you're not technically a rookie. You were drafted in the NBA. You were with the NBA team. You had an NBA contract, but you just didn't play. If it's going to stay the same, which I'll keep it the same, I do believe it's fair that if Chet Holmgren plays this year and plays well and better than Wembenyama, then he should be Rookie of the Year. I think it's pretty obvious, but really my favorite thing about that entire Simmons versus Donovan Mitchell thing was the self-owned by <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, who thought it was really clever to show up to the arena in a hoodie with the word rookie on it, and then the definition of rookie, and then that definition exactly to a T <laughs> described Ben Simmons' situation. Like, did anybody actually read it before we put it on? Clearly not. But to the point that we have continued to, to make here, Donnie, is the Rookie of the Year odds will move based on Summer League. Chet's already the benefactor. Brandon Miller on the other side has gone from 14 to 1 to 20 to 1 because clearly they watch him in the room and they're like, oh my God, this guy stinks. They hate Brandon Miller in the room right now, Donnie. Yeah. It's tremendous the way this is going. And also, you're right. Webanyama was that minus 160 price and it's already dropped. He hasn't even taken the court yet, Kevin, and he's dropping. Just it's pretty incredible. Minus, minus 500 after Friday. He gets, they, they should leave the odds up <laughs> One live. three ball. He, yeah. Mm -hmm. He gets one, one block into the crowd and they, and they are going to just shut the market down completely. Baseball previews coming up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Major League Baseball preview time right here on the early line. Baseball board uh, pretty packed, I would say, for a Thursday. But it's nice because it still starts early. The first game uh, is going to be at 1 p.m. And that involves Reds Nats. Before we preview DRS, did you see the Nelly uh, Dela Cruz home run yesterday? Yes. That was hit and wow. that kind of. Now, also, and I would never, 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 never want this. But he hits the home run and then he kind of points to the umpires like you want to check the bat. Now, that's swag. Yes. And quite frankly, yes. like, if anything, if baseball should be like, okay, listen, he's the new face of the league. They should, like, redesign the logo to be De La Cruz putting up the fours. Are you surprised that there's, like, no blowback there from an umpire? Like, just, I, like, do you think at that point a Major League Baseball umpire is mad he can't do a technical foul in the way that an NBA ref gets the ability to there? Like, he really did show up the ump, which, again, I loved. But it's just interesting that, they, I guess, there the, the ump is a little bit powerless. Yes, and in the unwritten rule book that's written down somewhere at some point, it's nothing against that the players can go after the umpire, which you're allowed to do that. You just can't disrespect the game by disrespecting the other team. So I'm for fair game. Anytime you want to get after the umpire, I'm with it here. Yeah. All right, you know what? That's that's actually very helpful that I understand the unwritten rules. Is if he would have pointed at the pitcher, yes. then maybe they would have thrown yes. at India's head. But since he pointed at the ump, the guy who gave up the home run was like, man, that guy's awesome. I'm so yeah. glad he hit an absolute bomb off of me. Or if we found out that he had a pitch he was supposed to take and hit it 455 feet, I'd want to ban from baseball together, man. You can't have Tatisas running around here doing that stuff here. got to make your stand. Yeah, how how'd that work out for that manager? By the way, moving forward, Nats Reds. He was right again. One p.m. game here. Mackenzie Gore. No, he wasn't. Uh, Nats are favored at home. Totals at ten. DRS. What do you want to do? Yeah, let's get more runs here. And by the way, there's two games in the afternoon, which we're going to preview. One at 105 and one 110. I think we've got some chances for some post-4th of July fireworks, Kevin. What are we like in Washington today? I don't know, 91 degrees with the wind blowing out to left field and a couple pitchers that are questionable at best. If we look at the Washington Nationals from their perspective, Williamson will be on the mound who they're going up against. He's terrible against right-handed batters. That's where your focus will be. And Kevin, you know you love this guy here. Lane Thomas, top of the order against left-handed pitching. What's he done over the past 30 days against those left-handed pitchers? I don't know, 33 at-bats, a 438 ISO, and a weighted on-base percentage of 592. He's going to have to be a play this afternoon, no doubt about it. And then also, seems like my go-to two guys here for the Nationals, Jamer Candelario, a 334 weighted on-base percentage. I'll probably want both of those guys here to start the day. But also, how about a guy you maybe not have heard of here, Kevin, and most of the guys in the Nationals, to a national perspective, haven't been heard from Stone Garrett. Look at these numbers from our guy Stoney as he likes to go by. 39 at bats here, a 455 ISO percentage against left handed batters. Our guy Stoney out here doing damage, man. Come on. Woo!
That's it. Now tell me more about Stony. Hold on. I don't want to. I don't want. Now is that is that a shoot nickname? Is he German? Did you come up with that? I think he's German. The, is he? I think he might be a good good young German player. Yeah. Him, him and Max Struess round, rounded out kind of <laughs> yeah. some of the top athletes uh, that they provide to the table. But one thing for me with Mackenzie Gore is it's now started mm-hmm. to kind of be a little bit of a up and down. You know, past couple of months here, he's really been rotating mm-hmm. uh, great starts but bad starts. If you look at just the last couple here yeah. against Atlanta, gave up five earned. Four, you know, five and two-thirds shutout against Houston, five earned against St. Louis, five innings of work, just one earned run against the Padres, smashed by the Phillies and Mackenzie yeah. Gore his last time out. Did not last three innings and gave up seven right runs today too. against the yeah. Phillies. But if Mackenzie Gore is going to bounce back here, uh, then that money line price on the Nats is justified uh, at a touch above minus 122. Uh, the number that you mentioned right now, Donnie, or the game, I should say, uh, that could also feature runs early here uh, would be Tigers Athletics because everybody's favorite wrestler, Hulk Hogan, Harris has the ball for the Oakland Athletics. Uh, above a minus 150 here on Detroit. Uh, is MVP candidate Javi Baez set to line it up today? Now, why do they try to cut me off here, Kevin, when, you know, trying to tee up Hogan Harris here. I lose for about three seconds right here. So I'm just going to say that maybe you were shooting on Hogan Harris, but rightfully so at this point. Take a look <laughs> yesterday at the Oakland about? Athletics doing some damage. Well, I, I froze up for about four or five seconds where Did I was you? trying to get a shot off here at Hogan Harris. Yeah. And I come back on and well, you're just, staring at me. So what did I miss? Fill me well, on what I missed for the past three seconds here. I just said Hulk Hogan Harris is in the mix here, but I also want to know <laughs> is everybody's favorite dark horse MVP candidate, Javi Baez fit today's criteria. I'm telling you the criteria that gets fit today, honestly, is from an Oakland athletics perspective. Now I'm just logging on here to the FanDuel Sportsbook and I'm scrolling down K-Dub. Hold on, hold on. The team total for the athletics is three and a half today. Now you see what time this game starts at 110. We're going to have a good old fashioned in play sports tonight moment. Cause I think by default, I must take a total team total over on the Oakland athletics. And here's why Lorenzen's not a very good pitcher. Kevin over the past 30 days, take a look mm-hmm. at how he's matched up against left-handed batters, a 214 ISO power number to weighted on base percentage of 380. Not very good. Look at the lefties in the lineup today. Kemp, Noda, Blade, Seth Brown, Peterson, and Wade here. So you're going to get a, look, the first four batters would be lefties. And also this isn't just one of those lines. You say, well, come on, Donnie. They stink. So you're just going to put them up there because they're left-handed batters? Not necessarily, Kevin. Take a look at some of these guys in the lineup today with their weighted on base percentages over the past month against right-handed pitching. 361, 361, 331, 412, 379, and 371. The Oakland Athletics team total today makes a ton of sense. They're on the road. They're going to get a maximum 27 outs that they're going to be using. 80 degrees in that stadium today. I'm telling you, today, the Oakland Athletics might be the best look at a team total, and it's in the afternoon. You'll be getting paid before dinner today. Mm. That's, mm. that's surprising. I mean, but Man. also, I mean, now, Exciting. What, what, so, no, so no Javi Baez. Can I get a Javi Baez update? How's so what's, Javi what's not? Did, here? I think he's the biggest favorite for two-plus bags. I mean, come on now. (sighs) Now, our guy, Hogan Harris, I mean, certainly. I mean, this sounds like he's putting on the red and the the yellow as opposed to the uh, all-black here for Hollywood. Why? He hasn't Mm -hmm. been that good over the past 30 days. But having said that, I'm going to read you two guys in the middle of that lineup. One that's third today and one that's fourth. You tell me who Javi Baez is. One guy through 26 at-bats here against left-handed pitching, a 400 ISO power number, and a weighted on-base percentage of 451. Oh. 
Then the next guy has 29 at-bats with an 074 ISO and a 202 weighted on base percentage. One of those guys is Andy Abanez. One of those guys is Javi Baez. Which one is it, Kevin? I mean, come on. We all know Javi's the, the rock star. I mean, this is the time to start searching MVP odds, Donnie. He's got to be, right? I mean, Mike, I mean, this guy might be searching for a new zip code at this point, the way he's playing against left-handed pitching. I mean, come on now, Javi. Get in the ring. Andy Abanez, absolutely smashing. Javi Baez, slashing. Javi Baez doesn't even – he doesn't even have MVP odds. I mean, that's – what a <sighs> – what a misprice. That's a great call. By the FanDuel. Mm-hmm. They don't have a Banyezes, though, either. So, I mean, mm-hmm. hard to tell. Hard to tell. Maybe who's they have his dad. Having the better season. Maybe I'll find Lane Thomas's. Is uh, his dad Raul, how about Cubs by the Brewers? way? Just rolling with that. All right. Huh? No, nah, moving forward. Cubs Brewers. Peralta <laughs> Stroman. Milwaukee's the favorite. It's a little surprising. Stroman's just been so good. I, I thought maybe we would see Chicago. It's not It's not like it's a big favorite status for Milwaukee here, but it's yeah. closer to minus 120. What do you think of this game? I like everything about Marcus Stroman. And by the way, you know what's interesting here? It seems like up for grabs, right, the NL Central. Any one of these teams can win it. But also, do you know one of the biggest trade markets that could be opening up over the next two to three weeks post-All-Star break time? That's the Marcus Stroman trade market here for being that pitcher that might be able to carry your team over the top and be a dominant number two or number mm-hmm. three starter. He's pitching like an ace right now of the Chicago Cubs staff. But if we look at the season itself, Kevin, because sometimes you take a look, you know I like to do it. How's he doing on the season? How's he doing over the past month? He's been absolutely dominant in both. For the season, Kevin, 432 batters he's faced. Let's take a look. Forget about even just the lefty-ready split. Let's just combine them both together. An 074 ISO power number and a 255 weighted on base percentage. In the last 30 days, he's actually improved on the ISO down to 045. Nobody is touching this guy. And sometimes you just want to ride that hot hand. And when you say to yourself, okay, is he going up against the Atlanta Braves lineup tonight? No. He's going up against the Milwaukee Brewers lineup today. Stroman should be dominant once again on the mound. I'll take the Chicago Cubs today. All right, yeah, listen, again, I I don't mind that at all. One thing, though, I will keep an eye on uh, is Willie Thomas. He's absolutely had the number of Marcus Stroman, 15 at-bats, eight hits, a couple of home runs, four RBIs. We'll see uh, if he's able to keep that going there. But overall, the Cubs look like the right way to go here. Phillies Rays, let's see if we've got updated numbers yet for this game. Yes, we do. Uh, Tampa's the Mm -hmm. favorite. It's a little bit above minus 170 right now as Chris Sanchez is going to go for Philadelphia. What do you want to do? This total's eight and a half. Yeah, this is an interesting one, too, Kevin, because you're taking a look at the Philadelphia Phillies who've already have won this series, but are looking for the sweep in Tampa Bay, which is something you would have told somebody yeah. back in April and May. Hey, somebody's going to get swept in Tampa. You wouldn't believe it. But the Phillies are playing really good baseball. This game actually is a true toss-up. But if we're looking from strength of pitching, look, we haven't had a lot here from Armstrong. Only 56 batters he's faced over the past 30 days, Kevin, but he has done actually very well. Just in the spirit of the way, you know, odds usually work at this point, you do have a favorite here coming for Tampa. Bay, but boy, it is a heavy favorite at a minus 172. The Phillies are red hot. I'll just take that plus 144 price here at the yeah. FanDuel Sportsbook and roll it out here with the Phillies. 11 straight wins on the road. Make it 12. Yeah, I'm curious just to see if overs continue to cash at Tropicana. It's a ballpark that for years uh, you've kind of talked about not being a place for, you know, big offensive performances. And I'm sure a lot of this is yeah. certainly kind of carried right now through the beginning of the season, but 30 
and 15 to the over so far in yeah. Tampa Bay. One push on that number. It has been runs, runs, runs galore at Tropicana all season long. There's still a lot for us to preview on this baseball board as we've got Eovaldi's return to Fenway Park, mm. plus some same game parlays. Some are saying the best all year long. Who's saying that? Psh, not me, mm. but somebody apparently out there is. We'll take a yep. look next year on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back to right here on the early line going through the baseball board DRS. How about it? Let's hit some same-game parlays. Last time I did one of these two-plus bags, Astros-Rangers situations ah. worked out there. So I'm happy about that. Are you hot coming into this, Donnie? What's your story? Coming in hot. One again yesterday here, looking to improve. Yeah. And, Kevin, I got the perfect same-game parlay for you. And it's called Snakes on a Plane. Now, granted, Arizona's at home. And tomorrow, they're not even having a getaway day. So they're home again. But it makes some sense. Bear with me here. Why? Christian Walker to record two or more bases in this game tonight. And Corbin Carroll to record a run is a plus 204. Snakes on a plane, baby. Just not for Arizona. I'm just going to snake this W tonight, Kevin. It's that simple. Plus 204. I'm cashing again. I can't stand you. Uh, for me, I went to Old Reliable because Jordan Lyles is on the mound, and that immediately means that there's going to be opportunity abound. Jose Ramirez, two-plus bases. He has absolutely enjoyed hitting off of Jordan Lyles. So is Miles Straw. So I added him for two-plus mm. bases as well to All up right. the ante here to plus 446. Whoa. Straw, Ramirez against old, reliable Jordan Lyles. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, we're going to get to that game in just a moment. But coming up first, mm -hmm. we got to hit a little Cardinals and Marlins here. Two teams that have certainly uh, not lived up to expectations. One for better, one for worse. It's Perez against Flaherty at 
a total of eight down in South Beach. You got some runs yesterday. Now, are we going to snap back to reality in that large ballpark and take an under? Not necessarily here today, Kevin. Jack Flaherty maybe can be called the ace here of that of the uh, St. Louis staff. But if we're taking a look at his total statistics here, lefty batters are weighted on base percentage of 330. Righties at a 387. Now, granted, he's got very good ISO power numbers. So certainly keeping the ball in the ball yard might be something we're looking at. But again, taking a look at that lineup today to stay hot for the Miami Marlins. We'll see if it happens. Flipping it over to St. Louis. It's so interesting. They're not a great baseball team but so so much talent across that lineup if we're taking a look from a right-handed batter's perspective and taking a look at yuri perez a right-handed pitcher a 176 iso and a 320 weighted on base percentage that's just about average so if we saw all the runs scoring yesterday we expect that to continue today probably not kevin i might lean towards an under down in south beach today as opposed to going over both of these pitchers right on that average border it's a big ballpark i'll lean on the under even though i like the way some of these batters profile against these guys but still scoring nine runs or more not so sure if that's going to happen tonight i'm very excited to watch yuri perez here because he looked like and he still might be, but the, the beginning of the Yuri Perez tenure with the Miami Marlins was that of a mega superstar as he was pitching to a 1-3-4 ERA, nine starts in. And then the Atlanta Braves showed up. He recorded one out. He gave up two home runs, six <laughs> runs, seven hits. It was a complete yeah. disaster. I feel like for Perez, Donnie, this is a... I don't want to say it's a tipping point again. He's he's a young guy that has got a lot, a lot of road in front of him here, but was something figured out by Atlanta? Bad day at the office, bounce back spot. These are the kind of situations that always catch my attention on a board. We'll see how Perez delivers here today. As we talked about, it's the Guardians, it's the Royals. I, really, people like Jordan Lyles, you just have to hope that they always land on a team like the Kansas City Royals. Because he has, should he have been DFA'd a while ago? Probably. <laughs> Will he be with Kansas City? Why bother? Minus 200 on Cleveland. The total in this game is a nine. Yeah, we're taking a look at not from a Kansas City Royals perspective today, Kevin. And what I mean by that is the lineup, meaning the pitcher included with that one through nine, it's really not that good. But having said that, usually we don't look towards the Guardians saying, how about today? It's like bizarro world today on a Thursday, Kevin. We're looking towards the Oakland Athletics and the possibility of a Cleveland Guardians offensive explosion on offense. But you said it. It's Jordan Lyles. On the season, he's actually struggled with lefty and righty batters. But in the past 30 days, he's cleaned up the right-hand side just a bit. But still, lefties are getting after him, Kevin. A two 14 ISO power number and weighted on base percentage of 422. So if we line up the Cleveland Guardians today and how they've been doing at their one through nine against right-handed pitching over the past month, it's been very good. Look at the first seven batters, Kevin. We anticipate today to be out there. 330, 352, 469, 365, 366, 357. We're going to be able to get after it. So if you're trying to eye up today and say, okay, what makes some sense for me on this team? Well, look no further than the middle of that lineup, which includes Ramirez, Jimenez, Bell, and Brown. Brennan, all left-handed batters, three through six. They should be able to do some damage. This should be a walk-away winner today for the Guardians, and they should get their team total as well. Now, when you say, Donnie, just take a team total for the game or a total for the game, I should say. Come on, Royals, man. You got to show up at the plate a little bit. I trust the Guardians way more than I do the Royals. They'll win the game mm -hmm. and should be able to hit their team total, Kevin, as well. 
Shout out Jordan Lyles. Again, uh, two-plus bags, Ramirez and Straw. We'll see if they can get the job done. Rangers-Red Sox here. Eovaldi uh, goes back to Fenway Park here. Uh, he has been excellent, excellent, excellent for the Texas Rangers, and they are a road favorite. But I imagine we've got more of that Fenway weather. Totals at 10, Donnie. Yeah. Yeah, 83 uh, degrees here, Kevin, at first pitch. Wind blowing out around six, seven miles an hour to left field. So you're going to have some really good hitting conditions. But also, let's take a look at what makes some sense. You typically look at Nathan Evaldi on the season. Man, has he been sensational, and he has. But if we're taking a look at some analytical numbers here, Kevin, over the past 30 days, he's still performing very well against right-handed batters. But lefties, he's starting to struggle a little bit. 49 left-handed batters he's faced over the past month. That's a 244 ISO power number and a 362 weighted on base percentage. Again, why is that important against the Boston Red Sox? The ability for them to throw a lot of left-handed batters at you. And also, keep in mind, the first six batters in the lineup anticipated against Evaldi tonight, who is a right-handed pitcher, against right-handed pitchers for them, 458, 348, 395, 402, 367, and 357 as the weighted on base percentages here. I think we do get some action here for the Red Sox lineup against Evaldi. And if we flip it over, go up against Cutter Crawford, he can't get right-handed batters out, Kevin. A 306 ISO and a 442 weighted on base percentage over his last 51 batters that he has faced. And this is a lineup here that lefty and righties combined is always looking to do damage. So when you see Nathan Evaldi on the bump and say, wow, you got to get 11 runs to hit this total. I think there's a legitimate shot that it gets done because I do think the Boston Red Sox will be able to hit Evaldi at home today. Interesting. All right. See, like, mm -hmm. I again, that yeah. stuff for me is always the, the interesting bit there, though, because Eovaldi's been so good. He's not a guy that I think yeah. people, when they go through uh, a board, a board of this size as well, are going to be willing to fade here. But back at Fenway, weather, lineup, it all matches up here yeah. today. Yep. We'll see how things follow through. Moving forward here on this slate, Mariners-Astros uh, is an interesting one. Do we have odds up? We don't at the moment, which I don't is think a little we do. bit. No. Uh, I think it looks like we don't have the Houston starter confirmed. Kirby's supposed to go for Seattle. What are your expectations tonight? Yeah, we're thinking about it's going to be in a couple different outlets taking a look. It's probably going to be Valdez, and if it is, I mean, you take a look at his season in its totality here. It's been very good, so if you're looking just for an added edge on the Houston Astros, trying to chase down there the Texas Rangers, if he's on the mountain, that would be a look for me, but again, we don't have odds yet. It's not official, so handicapping this game all the way through only for it not to be Framber Valdez, that's something to check in for a little bit later in the day. If it is Valdez, then you're probably going to be a go with a comfortable favorite here on the Houston Astros. All right, we'll see that again, uh, who's going to be thrown here, but there's yeah. a reason why those yep. numbers uh, are not up just yet. Let's do Mets Diamondbacks, though. I know you hit this game from the SGP perspective, but mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you would agree. Does this game feel sneaky big for the New York Mets? Huge ninth inning comeback last night against Arizona. They're yes. down one nothing. They tied in the ninth. They take the lead in the ninth. They've won four in a row. You take a look after this. They finish out the second half against the Padres, the other kind of achiever whose season, uh, underachiever whose season isn't over just yet. And, you know, you're going to throw Verlander and Scherzer in that series. I, I, they're not a favorite tonight. It's a lot to ask them to sweep Arizona on the road. But, man, this feels like a big opportunity for the Mets, Donnie. 
Yeah, it's a real big opportunity because, one, you stole one last night. Sometimes you can build momentum. And how do win streaks mm -hmm. start? By winning games that you probably weren't going to win. How do you keep win streaks alive? Winning games you probably weren't supposed to win. But if we're taking a look honestly here, the pitching matchup is probably in the favor of the Arizona Diamondbacks. And that's not even saying that we have a dominant starter like Zach Gallen on the mound here tonight for those Diamondbacks because we don't. If you take a look, though, Carlos Carrasco, he's really struggled this year. If you take a look at his last 30 days, 103 batters, Kevin, he's faced. 292 ISO power number, 427 weighted on base percentage. And if you try to equate that to lefty and righty batters, each one of those are doing damage. And we look no further than the middle of that lineup here for the Diamondbacks, which is Keitel Marte, Corbin Carroll, and Christian Walker off the charts numbers. The damage should come from the top of the lineup for the Diamondbacks. I think they win this one tonight there out in the desert. All right, we'll see. Uh, again, for the Mets, a big opportunity. It's not the end-all, be-all, mm -hmm. right? But yeah. One thing we've talked about for the match, you look at the Phillies, right? They've won, I believe, it's 17 of their last 24. A, a big, big run. It's a hard thing to do to say, oh, we need this team to win 10 in a row. But you need to be able to go out there and win 12 of 15. Those are the kind of things that the Mets have to do to come back. And heading into the All-Star break here with the momentum that they potentially could would be big time. Last one, Don, I think we're going to get to here is probably going to be Dodgers and Pirates. Uh, L.A., of course, a sizable home favorite with Urias on the mound here against Oviedo. Total right now is eight and a half. Yeah, if we're taking a look at this game overall, not really looking from an audience perspective here, limited batters that he's faced over the past 30 days, but it's more for the Dodgers lineup today going up against Oviedo. If we're looking at the last 30 days, a 340 weighted on base percentage against Oviedo, and if we balance that out, right-handed batters, Kevin, to the tune of a 357. But as you know, lefty and righty batters alike, this Dodgers lineup is strong. If you're looking from a perspective of which way would you like to go, I, either way, Mookie Betts is absolutely on fire against right-handed pitching. Now, yesterday, I believe, broke up a streak where he had his previous 10 games or previous seven games, had 10 total RBI. I look for that to continue tonight, even though he skipped the night last night and didn't have a great performance at the plate. You're also taking a look at guys in the back end. And one of the guys where I figure I have to take like every single day, Kevin, because I can't win on the guy, but David Peralta's numbers match up so well every time he faces right-handed pitching to the tune of a 423 weighted on base percentage. But every time I try to take him, he doesn't do any damage for me. But it's one of those, Kevin, if I pass on him tonight, you know what happens three for four two doubles a home run whatever it might be at this point and he really goes off but I look for that back end of the lineup which usually has a lot of promise and that's Peralta and Hayward both from the left-hand side high weighted on base percentages solid ISO power numbers there's a couple RBI looks I'm not looking at Pittsburgh tonight it would be from a Dodgers perspective though I want to sneak this in, and if you have time to cut any numbers on your side of this here, Urias, right? These yeah. are le a, a legitimate enough sample size. Three and two-thirds mm -hmm. innings at home this season, the ERA is a 1.99. 26 and two-thirds innings on the road, it's an 8.44. <laughs> the gap, Donnie, yeah. is Cy Young mm -hmm. and Jordan Lyles home road splits right now for Julio Urias. Yeah, and that's it. Look, that's a pitcher's ballpark out there in L.A., and sometimes you're just comfortable there. The way you get to the ballpark, the way you warm up at the ballpark, yeah. the eyesight just fit Ordeus very well, where it looks like that's like a Colorado Rocky split, but it's not. He pitches well at home. Can't deny that. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, we'll see how the rest of this board does develop here again. Uh, we're live at the John Deere Classic. We'll see uh, how that tournament starts to develop, no doubt about it. But coming up here, a little listen up as Donnie gives you some closing thoughts on the NBA's in-season tournament, the Final mm. Four in Vegas. Listen up right now.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Final segment today of the Early Line for a Thursday edition right here on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. A lot of fun to be had overall over the past two hours by both myself and Kevin Walsh. As we look forward here to the next segment is going to be what? Of course it is. It's Ben in the morning after. So make sure you don't go anywhere. But having said that, we talked about a lot of great topics this morning, which include two golfers now over here. Well, apparently golf fans, at least at this point, with the John Deere. We'll see how that goes over this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Some big names in there. Not necessarily, but there are some big numbers that we can certainly get down on. And also, taking a look at some NBA talk, James Harden of the Philadelphia 76ers. What's going to happen with him? But also, all eyes right now, not necessarily on free agency, but taking a look at the NBA and their summer league. Certainly some big things going off there are some afternoon major league baseball games that you want to take a look at and could it be that the oakland athletics are keyed up today for a team total that sits here at the FanDuel sportsbook at three and a half my goodness party should be starting early in the afternoon but let's take a look at the nba the in-season tournament listen up Now, you guys know me. Uh, Sometimes I call myself the ultimate hater, and rightfully so, because when I take a look at hating on the NBA, sometimes it does start with things that don't make sense to me. Nobody was asking here for an NBA in-season tournament, and particularly having that tournament before Christmas. Look, the NBA is going off. We're going to have fun. We're going to gamble on it. We are going to watch. But the focus of the NBA starts after the NFL season, which is in early February with the Super Bowl. Put this bad boy up against March Madness here, and you can certainly involve that quote-unquote final four feel which will be out in las vegas i love the venue that they chose because the players will be excited to be in las vegas stay at a luxury hotel hang out at a club gamble a little bit and also try to win their share of a half million dollars a player here but for the nba to come up with an in-season tournament we already know the season is too long i just don't think it makes any sense here adam silver oh well we're gonna watch it we're gonna bet on it so certainly next december keep an eye on that situation that'll do it for today's show here with the early line and as usual we'll be back tomorrow morning don't go anywhere keep it right here on the sports grid network
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.